Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Well, of all the things that might help us fight overdoses, could it come down to something like when people have access to money? Like if people are receiving income assistance, they receive it once a month. It's always been that way. And everyone gets it on the same day. It's known as check day. But what if that changed? What kind of a difference might that make? Well, Dr. Lindsay Richardson is a research scientist with the BC Centre on Substance Use and associate professor in the Department of Sociology at UBC and joins us now. Thanks for being here. Pleasure to be with you. What kind of a difference could it make if we changed the, the schedule like that? Well, I think with any policy change, there's potential for complexity, right? We know that the existing system produces harm, and if we explore other systems, we need to explore the consequences that they might have. And our research has looked at this question, and what we found was the answer is actually quite complex in that, you know, we might be able to uh, reduce the likelihood that people increase their use around payment times, but there might be other harms that emerge because not everyone is on the same system. Right. Okay. Well, let's start with what we know here, because we know that overdose deaths generally spike after income assistance payments are made. That's true. Uh, the data from the coroner's office from 2017 to 2022 uh, was publishing uh, that data. They were publishing the difference between average illicit toxicity deaths per day during a regular week and comparing that to the average during payment week. And during that period, we know that on average, uh, overdose mortality was about 20 to 40 percent higher during payment weeks. Okay, and has the idea of an alternative payment schedule ever been explored? Has there been a study done on that? Yes, we, we led a study. It was an experimental study that uh, collected data between 2015 and 2019. And we examined what would happen, for example, if you split people's payments into two payments and if you varied when they were paid so that it wasn't everyone all at the same time. And what happened? What we showed was that people's likelihood of increasing their drug use around payment time, something that we know happens in the community already, was a lot lower for people on an alternative schedule. But we also know that other harms, such as exposure to violence or perpetration of violence, uh, while, while it was less common, those things showed a potential signal of, of increasing in the study. And so what we know is there's a lot of violence in the community already, and managing people, manage, people managing their resources really affects their uh, vulnerability to violence. So, for example, if I had resources and you didn't, and we were in a situation of scarcity, the, the likelihood of violence potentially increases. Um, managing drug debts happens. In a, in a particular way that, that can increase violence as well. And so what we learned from the study is that standing out from the regular system, which our participants did, matters. And it matters in potentially really important ways. So what is the, the holdup then in giving people the right to choose? Like if people say, I would feel better if I got the money in two installments twice a month, like w- what is the holdup for that? Well, 
that is the system that we recommended as a result of the study because people's financial management varies significantly and having a one-size-fits-all system, which is what we have right now, doesn't necessarily represent the best option. And the provincial government has a digital interface. Most people are handling their relationship with the Ministry of Social Development and Poverty Reduction through a website. And so the infrastructure that could allow for people to individualize their payments could be done through that system. And I think it is a real question of thinking about how do you make that system work for the most people possible, right? So it's not just people who use drugs that receive income assistance. There are a lot of people that do. And could an individualized system work well for everyone? I think uh, I think that's a real possibility, and I think uh, you know we've had conversations with the ministry on an ongoing basis, uh, and so my hope is that there is a bit of an appetite for thinking about things differently and making that happen. It just makes sense, though, doesn't it, Dr. Richardson? Like even even anybody, even the average person, like I don't, I wouldn't want to get my money in one big lump sum every month because yeah, you'd have this big amount of money sitting there, and the temptation is that you're going to spend it. Yeah, most, most people are not paid once a month. Most, most people are paid twice a month. And so I do think that that is an intuitive solution. I think, uh, you know, intuitive solutions have often complex implementation. And my hope is that that, that consideration will be considered moving forward. Okay, so what, are, what is the likelihood then? You said you've talked to the ministry about this. Is this something that is under consideration? Uh, I mean, I can't, I can't speak for what's going on in internal conversations at the ministry, but uh, they haven't said no. I'll say that much. Okay. Now, can we talk about what happens to the drug supply then around the day that people, around the check day, so to speak, when that day is coming, what happens to the drug supply? Did your study look at that? Uh, Our study looking at uh, varied payment timing and frequency didn't look at that, but we've conducted uh, other studies. I've collaborated with uh, uh, some uh, scientists that look at what's going on in the drug supply. And what we found was that around payment days, there are changes in the composition of the drug supply. You know, so at the time that we looked at the data, uh, there was an increase in the level of benzodiazepines in the drug supply uh, around payment days. But what we know is that the drug supply isn't static, right? It changes a lot uh, in a really short period of time. And so, um, you know, that was a particular snapshot in time. But if you think about it from the perspective of someone who is dealing drugs, you can understand why there might be motivation to vary the concentration of your drugs or what's in them. Uh, if you have a, a large group of people with an influx of money at a particular time of the month, you have uh, an interest in potentially uh, decreasing the potency or uh, managing the drug supply that you're putting out there differently. And so. Um, those variations in the drug supply potentially have a role to play uh, in drug-related harm. Uh, I'm kind of sold on this. I think you've convinced me. Dr. Richardson, thank you for your time. It's a real pleasure.